So Johnny Burrell and I are standing in a field that might not be a field very soon from now because right over our shoulders is a huge facility that is Georgia Pacific's paper plate and paper cup manufacturing facility. There's a four-lane freeway right over there. Johnny has lost farm ground to urban and suburban encroachment. Developers come out, they pay a lot of money. This is the Sun Belt after all, it's Tennessee. More people are moving here, industry is moving here. We're talking now about adjusting your farming business in light of all that. So tell us what uh, is going on. Yeah, I mean, like you say, there's always some new development coming out here. Uh, they're always looking for more and more land for industry. That seems to be where we are. It's the industry is what the, you know. Not so much homes. That's right. But the only thing is everybody that works in that facility right there is going to live somewhere. That's right. That's so, right. So, so I mean, you know the future is going to be more and more, right? And I think everyone accepts that. You know, sometimes you don't want to see that. But I guess my play on this is, is how can we work with it? You know, how do we stay in with the people, the developers and stuff like that so that they call us when they have some land that they want us to work until they do develop it. And so it's just like this ground we're standing on here. Next week, next year, this could be a factory right here. And we know that up front. So that's just part of it. But, you know, you look at, you know, our farmers always trying to plan for the future. You know, we're building more grain bins because we're making more yield, right? Yep. So you don't ever want to build too many grain bins or too much infrastructure. In one location. Yeah. Or, you know, that you might not be able to fill again one day. So. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you lose two, three hundred, four hundred acres at a time sometimes. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah, that could be a green bin. That's right. So we talked about this with Chad Henderson about trickling fertility when you might be having your fields turn into concrete. It's not that he's trying to rape the land. It's just that he had landowners say, uh, we're in an option. Uh, it's going to get sold for development. But in the meantime, you're still farming it. Um, we don't know what the time frame is. So he trickled out fertility. He's like, well, wait a minute. I might have this one year, two years, five years. And so he said, I still got amazing crops. I wasn't going out there thinking I'm building this for the next 30 years. I went out there, I'm building it for this year's crop. Do you have to think that way? Same thing. We're doing a strictly in furrow fertility program on this right here. Just putting all the nutrients we can right in that furrow just for that bean crop that year. This year. It looks like it's it's working. Oh, it's the beautiful bean crop. We yeah. get a good rain, we'll be in great shape. Okay, so... How many acres do you think you have lost in this last, I mean, you've been farming roughly 20 years since you came home from college. Uh, how many year, acres do you think you've lost to develop? Yeah, probably about 350 acres just in the last few years. The last and year. I mean, it's probably going to be that much more in the next few years. Yeah, the pace, the pace yeah. looks like it. What's your uh, first ad adaptation is try to find land somewhere else. That's right. Has that worked? Yeah, I mean, you just constantly looking and like I said, you just kind of got to move in an area that you don't think of develop. If there's power lines and water towers, that's not really where you want to look. In yeah, big highways. Yeah. Okay, so you moved a little bit west and south probably. Yeah, right. So you went west and south. Then all of a sudden you're the carpetbagger. You're the encroacher. You're, you're the new encroachment. Yeah, you just try to find people that are going out of business or land that's getting sold and just try to work with people like that. I mean, it, it all works. I mean, I'm not the only one losing land. Other people do too. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, big, it's a big issue right now. You're losing land that's owned by landlords. You haven't given up anything that is owned by you or your father. That's right. And when will that day come? Well, there will be a decision. Yeah. Hopefully we never have to see it. So Yeah, but you will see that. Yeah. I think one thing that farmers do, Johnny, and I'm a farm guy at heart, is I'll be damned. I'll never sell. I'll never sell. There comes a point when that might be dollar foolish. I mean, really. Yeah. So what's your thought on that? And I mean, I guess if that point ever comes up, me and my dad will talk and just try to figure out, you know, maybe we take that farmland and go reinvest it somewhere else to get more farmland, something like that. I mean, you know, farming's in in our DNA, yeah. in our genes. I mean, it's hard to get away from it. But, you know, where we where my family has been farming for 60 years doesn't look like it did 60 years ago now either. Yeah, I mean, I'm not being in any way, uh, you know, uh, derogatory, but to pretend I'll never sell, I'll never sell, at some point when 
it's farm ground is valued at five or ten thousand dollars and development ground is a hundred thousand dollars it does become a business decision that's right that's, it does become a business decision at that point so one thing also about your grain setup you've got a very large grain setup and did you look at the next 20 years and say for the next 20 years i'm probably okay here uh, and then what's the depreciation on this? And then I maybe move, I move down the road and yeah. do a new modern grain center. That, that's exactly right. That's how we looked at it. You, you, you always figure on 20, we hope to get 30 or more years out of it. But you know, even if we don't pick up ground, if I lose 300 acres, if I can take points, I'm learning at different classes, different seminars, different trade shows that I'm going to and increase my yield on the ground. I still have by three, four, 5%. I can make up that too. So that's another way to look at it too. Maybe not farm more acres. Just try to be more consistent on what I got in efficiency. What about the idea of getting along with this? Because, you know, it's the old thing, I was here first. I was here first. Yeah. Do you have that? Do you have any of these? Do you have any of this new development that comes and wants to change? Hey, I moved here, now you stopped farming. Do you have any of that? Yeah, you, you see that. Like I said, airplanes is a big deal for us. People see the airplanes flying. They always think we're putting out something that's going to hurt them, whether it's fertilizer or cover crop. So, right? so aerial application on crop dusting. Yeah, they uh, it's very tough. And so that you get some, you get some, yeah. some screaming and some yelling. Yeah, but I think one thing I've taken away is, is every time like the chamber here, Jackson asked me to come speak. Every year I get to go speak to like their leadership team, leadership class. I always try to go speak at that and tell our side of the story too, and that way everyone sees from a farmer's standpoint. We're out here just to try to make it with everybody else. We're out here trying to make we're, it. We're, you're a business just That's like right. they're a business. Man, we're a factory just like a factory that's got concrete walls. We got we got employees. We got machinery. We got everything that they do. We just raise a crop every year, not produce it one day. You know, our farm, our farming critics don't like to do they, they call us factory farms, but you're right. You're a business. You've got employees. You are in the business of producing something. And also, you're good for the economics. Do you talk about the economic side of it? Absolutely. It's, it's very big. It's, it's the largest industry for Madison County and Tennessee. Okay, so one of your tips would be if you get asked to be part of the business community, rather than, than giving them the finger and saying, hell no, you say go in and, and ingratiate yourself with and, them. And show what, show what really is put into the economy here in Madison County. And, I mean, you look at it that way. Usually when I start off the class, I always ask everybody before I start, who in here was raised on a farm? Yeah. Might get one person out of 40. But if I say whose parents was, you'll get five or six more. And when I say grandparents, most of the class raises their hand. So in three generations, everyone's pretty much been removed from yeah, yeah. agriculture. Yeah, but you talk about the economics of it, and, and you don't position yourself as poor little me. You position yourself as, I'm a businessman out here. I'm here to work with y'all, yeah. just like, you know, right here. We're, we're farming in the middle of some factories right now. What's something that the average farmer doesn't think about because they are pretty far removed from urban and suburban sprawl? What do you think that, like, they would never even, like, you tell them the story when you meet them somewhere, like, oh, I never even thought of that. What do you deal with that they wouldn't even think about? Traffic, yeah, impatient people. I mean, it's the same thing that you do everywhere else. But when you're moving down the road on the same county roads that we've been driving down for years, yeah, and the county roads are really major corridors now. Yeah, because you really there's a housing development. Yeah, but the flip side is, is where y'all are staying right now is eight miles from here. Yeah, a lot of times y'all go to different farms across the country. Y'all might be 30, 45 minutes and not even be in a city close to Jack. Yeah, there's some convenience. So there's it, convenience that goes. We, with we went there. to a nice restaurant last yeah. night, for, uh, 11 minutes from your farm. You yeah. probably wouldn't see that in some parts That's of the world. Right. So there's some good and some bad that comes along with it. Okay, get me out of here. We're talking about farming when you are in the path of progress. We covered this once with Chad Henderson. I think there's some other tips that Johnny can give us, but the main thing here is this is happening to more places than you might think, especially kind of in this Sun Belt. So, uh, any other tips for our listeners? I, I just say always try to keep the public informed of what we're really doing. Yeah. And uh, realize that uh, if you position yourself as a business, not as the poor little me, maybe it actually might go a little further. That's right. That's right. I think Chad's done a great job working with all the people that are building in his area. 
Last question from a business standpoint. If this developer comes to this person right here that's your landlord, because you don't own this field we're standing in, and offers them a huge chunk of change, do they ask you, um, hey, Johnny, I've got a raft full of money right now. I'm going to go buy some farm ground. Do they come to you and say, can we partner? Yeah, a lot of times they will. They say, do you know where some land is that we can reinvest in? And I mean, that's that's kind of how the partnership works. It's a give and take. You just got to always be able to roll with it. It just means you got to go further. That's right. So they go down the road, buy land, and then you become their operator? Yeah. And has that happened? Yes. That's happened. Yeah. So another, in other words is don't ball out the landlord for selling to Georgia Pacific. Stay in their good graces and say, I'll just, I'll, I'll partner with you at the next place. That's right. Absolutely. Doubt it. His name's Johnny Burrell. My name's David Mason. We're talking about farming right here, strategies and adaptations when urban and suburban encroachment is on the way, and it seems like it's happening more and more. Damian Mason, Johnny Burrell, ExtremeAg.Farm.